0: Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. I'm so glad to have you join me today. I can't wait for you to meet this beautiful soul. I literally just saw her face. She is a gift from one of my previous interviewees, who is another light in this world. Thank you, Terrence, for bringing me, Christy. This is my first time physically meeting Christy. Um, She is from the original format where we get to meet people for the first time together. And I must say, Christy has a smile that will brighten the darkest room. Her energy is contagious. It literally just it literally jumps out and grabs you and hugs you. I can't wait to get to know more about Christy, besides the fact that when you first meet her, you feel like you've just received a warm cup of hot chocolate, along with the biggest, brightest hug of a welcome. Christy, thank you for joining us today.
1: You're welcome, thanks for having me, Kristen.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So Christy, um, what I do know about you is that you are on the West Coast. And uh you are enjoying hopefully some beautiful weather. I'm not sure what part of the West Coast you're on. Um, But with that being said, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and whatever that means to you? Yeah, so
1: I am. I'm on the West Coast. I'm in California, in Southern California. It's cold today. Cold for us is like 60 degrees. I know that's not cold for a New Yorker. <laughs> that's a spring day. Um I am a powerful, passionate, and unbreakable woman. That is usually how I think of myself when I'm operating at the highest expression of myself. I feel like the way that God made me. And yeah, that's. I would say that's who I am.
0: I love how you describe yourself. Powerful, passionate, unbreakable. When did you come to that realization that that's who you are?
1: Mm, Well, I mean, the... The words, I would say, formed on their own over time, just different situations in my life, but there was, like, an actual time thinking through those specific words. I was in, like, a personal development seminar, and, you know, one of those, like, one I never all, thought I would ever be in, where you're, you, like, you see it in the movies, like, people are screaming, and you're, like... Beating a the pillow and you're talking to your inner child and you're like I am somebody so it was something like that and this exercise that we did which was totally unexpected um kind of opened the door for me to really think through like what words describe me like when do I feel my absolute best when I thought back through my life from you know the highest moments to the lowest lows. I realized that, uh yeah, I mean, the unbreakable, no matter what happens, I mean, my body can break down, but my spirit never does. And power, you know, made in the image of God. So God is power. Therefore, even if I'm a little bit, that's all I need. And I'm passionate about a lot of things. So it just kind of came to me and realized that's who I am. And I just owned it. And I left that seminar. Grateful for. If nothing else, I took that away.
0: What great descriptive words and what a gift to know who you are and what you offer this world. You just said you're passionate about a lot of things. What are some of those things you'd like to share?
1: Passionate about reading. Love books. I read a lot and passionate about fiction, passionate about writing. Uh, That's my degrees in English and creative writing. So. I spend a lot, a ton of time doing that. I'm passionate about storytelling. I'm passionate about um, what I do. So I'm a life coach and working with and really supporting people to be at the highest expression of themselves. I think I've realized when a person just has my. I have a cat named Phoenix, and he may come by and say hi a few times during our time together. Um, but I realize, yeah, when a person has just the smallest bit of encouragement, they're able to like step into this large amount of capacity that they didn't even recognize that they were reserving. And for me, it's so life-giving and beautiful that I get to be a part of someone's story like that.
0: You know, being a life coach is one of those jobs that <laughs> I think times we don't know we need. We don't know we need someone to direct us in a way that best serves us. How did you find this passion as a life coach?
1: Uh, well, I think I went on this journey, like seeking it out for, for myself. I think there was a, I don't know, there, there came a time in my life where I, I vividly remember I had a dream. And if you've ever seen, or anyone listening's ever seen the cartoon Madagascar, it's like all of these like it's these uh, animals—they're wild animals—but they're in the zoo. And there's like a time where they perform, like 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 8 p.m. for the big show. But then, and then they act like they're out on the pride. You know, they they act like wild animals. But then, right after the show's over, they just kind of lay down and they're just there until it happens again. And while in the cartoon, it's a funny thing. I, I realized when I had this dream, I was like, Oh my God, I'm Alex the Lion. I am just conditioned to perform. I am not really living and I don't know how I got here. And I don't want the rest of my life to, to be this way. I don't want to live up to certain expectations if those are not fulfilling to me. And so I started praying, kind of just figured out. Like it's not necessarily a therapist I need. I've done you know plenty of therapy and things like that, but I realized you know throughout my whole life when i so I thought about like what have I done the best? you know what like in my education, there was a professor there or there was a teacher there um in not all sports <laughs> I was not always good at sports sub sports um just different. Times in my life, there was some kind of like mentor, my grandmother or, or a teacher or someone like that who would like come alongside and then I would just take off. So I thought like, why does that stop? Why is it all of a sudden, you know, you get to a certain point in your life and you're just supposed to know? You know, I, I don't really like that word should or supposed to. So I just don't use them. And I thought, okay, there's got to be something. And the moment you start thinking there's got to be something, then bam opportunity knocks, you know, God starts ushering in like, okay, I feel like it's not like she's ready. Send in the help. And yeah, then I had a friend who introduced me to life coaching. I hired one, started, you know, reading about it, doing seminars and my entire life exploded. It just changed in the best ways. And I thought, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life.
0: You know what? That is so fulfilling to hear. It's so fulfilling to hear because you're on a journey. Um, Oftentimes, in my experience of people that I love or that I'm close to, I think people have a desire to seek, but they don't necessarily do it. You went out there looking for a better way to to connect to yourself, and you said you started praying. Oh, girl, I'm a praying girl. <laughs> I am one who listens for the signs, like, Lord, talk to me, give me a word. And he's so good about it. Uh, and I love the question that you said, how did I get here? You know, in Madagascar, you know, I'm going to watch that with a whole different eye and perspective because I never thought about that. I never thought about that. And I wonder how many of us are in this world existing just that way. When did you find, when did that shift happen for you from being the one who's, you know, having a life coach? And I mean, we I think, you know, it's just like therapists, right? All therapists have therapists as they should. Mm-hmm. But from, you know, having a life coach to saying, wow, this is something that I want to gift other people, um, you know, so they can see that transformation, that I had and I I ask this because it's something I've always wanted to do until I realized that I might find it challenging to be able to not wear other people's situations or things beyond the time that they're with me I think that's a two-parter but whatever resonates (laughs) for you with that could you share
1: yeah well I, I think it's in many ways I've probably been coaching in many ways for most of my adult life. I've had different careers. I mean, being a life coach is more of my lifestyle now. It's kind of my being. Prior to that, I had different careers. I was an on-air personality. I worked on the radio. And in many ways, you know, people allow you in their cars and in their homes for four hours, and you're sharing. And they listen to you. And so that was you know, I, I think a gift that I was called to and a wonderful opportunity. And so I think it probably really started there because you get people who listen to you every day and they start to call in and they want to get to know you. They ask for advice. Um, so, I, you know, at that time, I didn't see it that way, but it, it had already begun. And then I worked in ministry for a decade. So it was radio for a decade ministry for another decade, and that certainly was the calling of, I mean, pastoring people it was the calling of coming alongside of people, supporting people. Uh, and I worked in a capacity where I was like an encourager to leaders, to so the leadership of pastors and things like that. And then that's when I got to the place where I thought, I don't think I'm living, you know, I'm, I'm encouraging people, but I'm not necessarily living at my highest expression of myself my highest potential you know i feel performative and so that's what led me to uh hiring a coach i still have a coach now i think i'll always have a coach for the rest of my life why not when i realized you know the the times i've been at my bus i've had some kind of teacher so and then probably about two years into that process then i recognized But as part of the coaching process, figuring out the difference between who I am and then what I want to do. So my being and then my doing. So once I got to the process of doing, then I was ready. I knew, okay, I'm transitioning out of this. I went back to school and I decided to start my own business. And so Christy Hines Coaching launched an LLC, was born. So at that point, I was already coaching. I was still working somewhere else and coaching, like, one or two people. And then when I was really really ready to take the leap, I had about 13 people my first month, which is unheard of. I mean, people don't start businesses like that. So I, I just knew that it was meant to be. And then there was, like, the second part of that question, if you want to remind me what that was. I don't think I answered it.
0: I mean, I want to start here. We can hit that second one in a minute, but um, okay, goodness gracious. One thing I love and I am so appreciative of for you, um, and this is going to help me, is that you just walked out on, okay, transition. You know, from, like you said, being an on-air personality for 10 years and then working in ministry for 10 years and self-evaluating all along the way. And then asking questions, who am I, what do I want to do, and then transitioning into coaching. To be able to do that, I personally feel like there has to be a level of faith and trust and, I don't know, vulnerability without ego. How can you help the rest of us to be able to take those leaps with fear existing or with anxiety existing Or to release it and just do it. How can you help us to be able to do that?
1: I think the number one thing. And really what I end up. I mean because I have methods. That I use uh, along the way of course. Especially people hire you as a life coach. Because they want to do what you do. Or they want to start a business. Or they you know, feel like they've hit some kind of roadblock in their life. Um, They want to pursue art. All kinds of reasons. I think. The number one thing that I really end up showing people, whether they know it or not, is to love themselves. It's the biblical principle to love your neighbor as yourself. And I think that sometimes we get that wrong. And we think like, let me just go and love on other people until I exhaust that. And that will lead me to where I want to go. And really, you know, being a person who's studied literature. And if you look at a sentence and look at literally each word one at a time, you recognize to love your neighbor as yourself. So then it becomes a question, do I love myself? Like, I need to start there. Because if I if I don't love myself, if I don't even know what that means, it's not just about self-care or treating yourself well. Like, if I'm not okay with who I am, and why I'm at, if I can't hold my head up in a room, if I'm constantly comparing myself to other people, if I'm living in the past, you know, rather than being in the present moment, then those are some assessments to say, hmm, I, I could use some work in the loving myself department. And when that tank gets filled up, I mean, I don't care who you are, what place you are in your life, what your socioeconomic status is. um once that tank is full, you just become explosive. Like your cup truly runs over, and you just start becoming more generous, loving people, you know, um, and taking care of yourself. Other people don't need to do it. Um, you become such a support to others, and it, so I, I think that that's really where it starts. That the person is really looking to take off in their life, or you know, achieve goals or even just get in touch with the dreams that they have right it could just be a dream like I've always dreamt to travel I've always dreamt to do this or that start with loving yourself
0: okay that took me to all well. <laughs> that took me to a meaty and juicy place like I feel uh, I feel transformed just by hearing you start from there starting from that place of loving yourself And the words, the way you broke it down, love my neighbor as myself. Christy, you are, you're a gift. And if that's the kind of knowledge that you're passing on to your clients, they're going to be, like you said, explosive and explosive in a way that eliminates fear and it just makes you a doer. Mm. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Yes. Of course. I think, I I often think about, um, because I've read a lot of Phil Jackson's books, you know, I can't say that I know him as a, you know, person. However, his coaching ability to coach someone like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, where, you know, after Kobe's passing, I think a lot of people started to realize he was so good at basketball because he embodied the game. He became the game. It's like he was one with it. It, It's not that other people don't have great abilities or may even surpass his abilities as a basketball player. There's a lot of greats out there. It's just that he learned to be and not just do. And I think the same with Michael Jordan. And I think that's what a coach really shows you. It's It's how to be yourself, how to walk out onto the court of your life and feel like it's not about other people. This is about just me being okay with me, me being excited to be at my best, me being unapologetic about who I am, me being in this present moment, rather than the anxiety of the past or the fear of the future, me being grateful for this moment. And I think uh my job, you know, my calling is, to remind people to love themselves so that they can be because we are constantly thinking about the next step or the doing or the getting or the having and those things are great you know don't get me wrong i I get paid very well for what i do i enjoy a certain lifestyle that all comes from loving myself and from being and once you're you're in that place of being then you recognize. Because I have certainly lived with high on the hog, high on the hill, and I have lived definitely without. I'm not afraid of either because I'm okay with myself, and I think that is that's the goal. So somebody will come to me and say, "Okay, I want to start a business." And yes, we can have methods of how to get there. I want to be an influencer. I want to make six figures on social media. Yes, I can walk you through on how to do that. It's all going to start the same, and they all think like. (laughs) What is <laughs> all this self-love stuff we're doing? And it's like, well, if you want to get to these, these places and keep it, this is, this is the way to go.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. The second question I, the part two of that was, how do you keep from wearing other people's energy or stress or their challenges once you have completed your session with them? Uh,
1: yeah, I would say that coaching is so much about, is about being in the present. So, and most of the time, 97%, maybe 99% of the time, in the present moment, if we are breathing and talking, we're okay. You know, even in a, I I was once, so for an example, I was once in a fire. And in that present moment, you know, when I I needed to get out and there was fire all over the place, um, I recognized him that I had to calm myself down. And I said, okay, you're alive. Yes, there's fire. I mean, it was such a split second, but I, I can remember doing this. And I was like, calm your heart down. You're alive for a reason. You have an opportunity. You're okay. Even though everything around me was literally on fire, I knew I was okay. You're going to get out. And so coaching... Is about that present moment. And so I think it's one of the reasons why we don't carry so much. Or I would say, let me speak for myself. I don't take so much with me because we're not dealing so much about, not that it doesn't come up. But of course it does. And I have clients that we really work in tandem with a the therapist. Um, but it's not so much about your past and all of the history that comes with that and the angst and the disappointments and all of that. And it's not so much about the future. Coaching is about working in the present moment and recognizing that you're actually okay. We can actually do something from this place. This is an exciting place to be because we're okay. And so, so many of the sessions are really about joy, renegotiating, retooling. It's about shifting the mindset about the way that we look at things, you know, failure becomes a good thing because being alive is good.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's powerful. Now you just shifted my mindset <laughs> just from hearing you, uh, share that Christy, how can people get to know more about you?
1: Uh, they can follow me on, I think a couple of ways you can follow me on Instagram at Christy Hines coaching. And I think that's a way, you know, they can reach out or DM. I leave lots of videos on there. And I, a lot of people who become clients have followed me for a while until, and they have said they feel like they've gotten to know me, um, that way. And then there's also my website at ChristyHyams.com. There's plenty of information and ways to email me or reach out. And Phoenix says hello. My cat says hello too.
0: And I was going to say, Phoenix agrees because he, yes. he was right <laughs> on point with that. <laughs> He's like, My mom is great. <laughs> yes.
1: My clients, like, they know Phoenix when, when a session's, he'll be so quiet when a session's like two minutes before ending, he'll start me out like, Time to go. Thanks for coming today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Way well, to go, Phoenix. See, you've got support all around you. Yes. I love that. I love That. Wow. Okay, Christy, one last question. What would you like someone to take away from meeting you?
1: That you're enough. That you are right where you get to be. That, um, to love yourself. That's the number one thing that is your job. That is your role in the world. And through that, all of the significance and all of the things that you are uh, meant to do will come from the being.
0: What wonderful words of wisdom, Christy. As I give all my guests, thank you.
1: Thanks for having me, Kristen.
0: Absolutely. It's been a joy and a pleasure. I know that this was for me. And I know that what's for me is for others because. I believe the Lord works in multiples. He doesn't have time for singular conversations that we just keep to ourselves. Everything you went through was for others. Everything that you've learned uh and grown, I, I the same. That's why I'm so grateful to do this and uh, to have you today. Friends, listeners, family, I want to tell you, I pray that some of Christie's words stuck out for you. Um, I pray that now you are ready to conquer whatever it is that's stopping you from reaching your best potential, your fullness. Like Christy said, you are enough and you are right where you need to be. And loving yourself is the key. Thank you for joining us today. Hope to see you next time. Bye. Ha. Mm. Thank you for joining us for another episode of POV with Kristen ha. Gilmore. See you next time. Bye. Ha. Ooh. ha.